I switched it up today for the video going to PBA patch. To be quite honest with you, my wife uh, did not have the laundry done. Got back from Vegas a couple about a week ago. Uh, if you're watching this, hon, can you wash some shirts so I can have them for videos so we can brand properly the Street Cop Training logo? Thanks. I'll be killed for that when I get home. Yeah, today I'm going to talk real quick about asking for consent to search. If you're going to be an effective police officer, this is something you're going to have to be very comfortable with. What's interesting is when I have courses and we have hundreds and thousands of people come through the training, most people don't ask for consent to search as a regular practice or they're not comfortable or never asked for consent to search. And this this just baffles my mind, especially from an era of when we didn't have the automobile exception in New Jersey. I mean, that was just par for the course. If you didn't have consent to search, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to search anything. The one piece of advice I have a lot of new members in here that I'm going to give everybody right now is. There's more to this world than smelling marijuana and searching a car. If you are depending solely on the odor of marijuana to determine whether or not you're going to search a motor vehicle, you are missing out on the bigger picture because a lot of things don't sit. Did I just sound like Obama there? Uh, a lot of things don't smell like marijuana, namely heroin, cocaine, U.S. currency, identity theft, kidnappings, et cetera, et cetera, and so on and so forth. One, you'll have to get kind of it's hard through these videos to try to give you guys as you know as much of a feeling as you get in the courses, but you're going to have to begin to get a little more savvy with understanding the process that you can put people through to determine whether or not you're engaged or in presence of criminal activity. But one of those questions you have to ask, not on top of is there anything illegal in the car, is going to be for consent to search. Now, I want to always reiterate this point. If you work in an agency that does not support proactive police work, which we know there's a lot of them, I'm not mad at the agency. I don't care what their position is. You just don't want to see you getting in trouble for doing things that are what's considered unorthodox or against the grain. You don't want to become engaged with an administration or administrators who do not want you doing this type of police work. In order for you to be effective, you have to have support from the administrative staff. If you don't, you're going to find yourself in trouble. So for all those people who are in this group, that want to learn more about interdiction and, and basically this is kind of like field training on steroids or the field training everybody should have gotten. You really are going to have to understand the concepts, internalize them and apply. All right. You're going to have to understand that if you're allowed to do this stuff, you're going to do things that are a little more uncomfortable. Most of the time in class, usually there's somebody who raises their hands and I'll say, Hey, who was uncomfortable with consent to search and how did you fix it? And we usually get people say, well, I was. And I said, well, how'd you get over it? How are you asking for consent now? And they say, well, I just asked one day. Another thing I want to tell you about consent to search is if you have a consent to search form, make sure it includes wording that says under the hood. We don't want to run into a legal uh, battle or some kind of legal issue if it's considered constitutionally vague. It's not explaining well enough what your plan to search. Everybody gets a little nervous, like, oh, my God, who's going to give the right to search their car? Listen, when people are, are, are dead to rights and you've got them caught and you're making sense and you're a good communicator on the side of the road, that's another skill you have to work on is becoming a good communicator. The better communicator you are, the more effective a police officer you're going to be. But when they realize that the, the, the jig is up, they're going to work with you, okay? They're going to sign a consent to search form. To find out how, 
ask for consent to search. If they deny it, we know we can call for a canine unit to come and sniff the car to indicate the presence or absence of narcotics. Um, so, and the other thing I want to tell you is this. I see a lot of people when they were new, when I was field training guys, they would get very shaky with the consent to search form, right? They'd have it out and like, oh. um, be direct with it. Don't play games. Don't have psychological ploys. Uh, you know, know what you're doing in this profession. And when you know what you're doing, you'll do it right. And it'll be good. It'll be locked tight. And you'll have no concerns. And you, you, you learn from groups like this and other groups that are on Facebook that will help you better understand how to do your job more effectively, but don't play games with the form. Really? We, we need an unequivocal yes or no. You know, you can read the form. If you have somebody going through the form, like, well, what does section one mean? Look, it's a stalling tactic. Let me tell you that right off the hop. Uh, people are certainly allowed to ask, but, and it's not, doesn't constitutionally give you more, uh, in the totality of the circumstance, because it's hard to explain that while well, you were trying to explain consent to search, it seemed like it was they were full of shit. But when you have somebody who's stalling with a form, that's usually a big clue that they do not want you searching their car. And there's a reason for that. Generally, if you're at this point now where you're asking this, you've developed enough reasonable suspicion and criminal indicators to know that you're more than likely in the presence of criminal activity. This is not the time to cease and desist. This is what's plan B if plan A doesn't work. So have a plan B. And the plan B should be to contact a canine unit. Um, I will tell you the best interdiction officers out there don't have to call for canine units a lot. Why? Because they're effective communicators. All right. They're effective communicators. When you know your game and you sound good, you hear the way I'm talking to you guys. This is the way I could talk to people on the side of the road. And they're likable and not sounding like a dickhead. If you sound like a dickhead, nobody's going to work with you. Being nice to people goes a long way in interdiction. It's imperative. I think every interdiction uh, officer in, this, in the country who's effective and actually does a real good job doesn't sound like a dickhead. And that's a, a lot of advice I give to people when they're going out in the field. As a matter of fact, as a police officer, interdiction or not, you should really stray away from sounding like a dickhead. Uh, because guess what? Your coworkers think you're a dickhead when you sound like a dickhead. So let's be very clear on that. Professionalism, uh, kindness, and being friendly will go a long way as a police officer. And I know when it's when you're new, it's a hard balance to try to find. You're trying to be stern. You look like you're you're 17 years old, but you're 23 and you're a cop. I've been there, had that. You know, you got to find your way. But you can deploy humility, kindness, and um, and being friendly with people. You'll see how far it gets you uh, in this line of work. So again, no games with the form. You know, no, like, hey, if you sign the form, we could put you on a summit. None of that stuff, because the first thing they're going to do is review that video footage. Or if there's an account of that conversation accurately, man, I I've seen consent to searches getting beat up in court. They don't look good when you've played games to the people. You want to sign? Yes or no. I mean, you can sign a dick. But, like, look, uh, this is the form. If you are not understanding it, ma'am or sir, I'm not imploring you or encouraging you to sign something you're not familiar with. If you don't want to sign, don't sign. If they're playing games, guess what? They don't want to sign. People who have either don't have anything or realize they have nothing to lose or think that you're not going to find it are going to sign this form right away. Um, probably if I pulled over, I don't know, 50 people, I would probably get 48 people to sign the form before having to call for a dog. And that's not BS. And I'm not talking about 50 car stops that are random that I'm just pulling these forms out. I'm talking about 50 vehicles that passed phase one, phase two. And we were into phase three where I was asking if there's anything illegal in the car outside of the car and into a consent search. So out of the, you know, I have a lot of stops when we get to that level and um, you would have, you would be at that point where you'd be asking this. So really 48 out of 50 times people would be signing these forms. I often tell a story in class of a coworker of mine who backed me up on a stop and I said, you yeah, just watch this guy. I got to fill this form out. And I brought it out and I said, here, man, uh, 
read the consent search form. I read it to him. We went over his ability to read and write and understand the English language. If he had any questions to ask me, we went into the form and he signed it. And the guy that I work with went, what did, what did just, what just happened? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, people will sign those things. I go, yeah. He said, well, how'd you get him to sign it? I go, brace yourself. Are you ready? I asked him. I asked him for his consent to search. Now, just know that in New Jersey, you'll need reasonable suspicion, but you'll have a lot of that by the time you get to this junction. So guys, if you're not using your consent to search forms and the only time you're relying on the odor of marijuana to, to search a car, you're just not getting it yet. Um, I know that there's people who are critical to some of these videos, but that's fine. I, it's not what I'm, I'm not here to try to appease the or sell the unsellable. I'm in this group. This group is created for all the people who are watching, who are part of the 16,125 members we currently have, who want to know how to do this more, who watch these videos and the videos of my, of my uh, companions and other Facebook groups that we're a part of, that we all collaborate together to provide value and training to everybody who doesn't get value and training. You've never seen this stuff before. The idea is to have you guys exposed to it so you can see there's more out there. If you're a person who's new in this group and, and somebody who's a uh, a giant motor vehicle traffic law enforcer, nobody hates you. Um, don't be a Chad. Okay, don't be a Chad. We're sure it's coming out in that one. But don't come into this group and misunderstand what this is about. Most people never get training or hear things like this. That's why it exists, because it is a rare thing, and uh, it is an art to it. That's what this group is about. Nobody's picking on anybody, although I've passed plenty of comments in the past regarding how I feel about the impact of tickets versus criminal apprehension, but that's not what this is about. If you're in here and you're, you're diplomatically in here, look, learn. That's what it's here for. There's one goal of this company. That's to get cops better, and we are seeing there's a reason why it's getting so big. We're seeing great results throughout the country. It's really exciting to be uh, somebody. And I want to just thank all of you for being so supportive. And I know that you guys appreciate me in these videos and everybody else who's a part of this program and, and, and all our, our people that we work with. But mm -hmm. certainly we appreciate you more than you appreciate us. I, I trust you on that. I'm sorry. Trust me on that. Anyway, with that being said, check out streetcoptraining.com. We are collabing for the summer. Going to be some good shit coming out in the fall uh, coming up. And if you need anything, reach out to me. If you want a topic covered, send me a PM and I'll cover it in a video. Uh, I just kind of go off what happens during the day to give me fuel to give you guys a good video. I know there's a lot of people in this group. If you're looking for something, use the search function in this group. Um, if you're looking for something specific, I'm going to actually go back over things that I've gone over because when I did a lot of videos, we had 3,000 members. Now we're at 16,000. So it's a lot of stuff you guys haven't seen that I'll just have to circle back around and give you as much content and value that I can. See you guys later.